0: i feel man. welcome back to the clarkshire wrestling podcast it's me a feast with me as always devin and we have man. a special yeah. guest with us today mr victor aquendo aka vic Endo, as he's sometimes called as well victor hey how you doing man what's going on
2: i'm good guys how you doing man i'm psyched pump i'm uh I'm ready to hit the stars, man. I just want to let all your viewers know that uh, my name is Vic Endo, Mr. and Mr. All This and That. Guys, everybody watching out there, just have. I just want you guys to know there's three things you need to know about me, and don't ever forget it. I'm hard to get, I'm easy to lose, and by God, I'm impossible to forget. Let's remember that. <laughs>
0: Hey, I like that, My I like man.
2: that, man That's a okay. 100
1: statement, man I like that, bro That's what's up, that is what's well, up,
0: like bro it. Man awesome, but Once awesome. again,
1: man Like I said before in the pre-show Man, we, we welcome, we were honored, so blessed Even though, you know, you feel honored, man We the ones that feel honored, bro For you Absolutely, to come on, man. Thank you, you know, talk you. about wrestling You know, who's been in the business Who's part, who lived it Who actually breathed it, you know what I'm saying So we actually feel honored, yeah. man So thank you
2: no, thank you, guys. Again, I'm humbled and honored. As always, uh, guys, uh, pro wrestling has always been my life. It's something that uh, it's something I'm passionate about. Although I did drift off into MMA and Muay Thai for a bit, um, it's never died within me, man. Because it's a bear inside me that hasn't. It ha- I have to put it to sleep, and I haven't been able to. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, there was a little uh, a little competition pulled out about I don't know six seven months ago, where Sean Spears was looking for a. A tag team partner, I don't know if you guys remember that. And oh, yeah. oh, uh, they were yeah. talking about an unknown. That is bringing unknown. And we all know, our smart wrestling fans, we all know it's not an unknown. It's going to be a seasoned, independent wrestler that's on the cusp of being signed. Come on, man, don't, don't, we're not dumb. You know what I mean? I'm the fan. I'm the fan turned pro wrestler. I'm the guy that they should pull out the hat. They should give me that chance. I should be the fan in there, and everybody should be living vicariously to me. I'll be doing it for you guys. I'll be doing it for me. I'll be doing it to put just to my swan song, just to get it out of there, man. And I'm, I'm willing to put everything on the line, and I really mean that, on the line to the point where I know it'll be my last one, and I don't care. It's going to have to be because I'm not going to be able to move. But I'm going to do my thing, if if granted that time, those five minutes.
0: So so uh Vic, man, like uh, run us through your background, man. Run us through your story a little bit, you know, cuz you were you you touched on a couple things there. Um so in just in terms of your journey in wrestling before and after, like just just give give the people a little bit of a background of, of, of just how what what your history was like in wrestling.
1: Well, uh
2: wrestling was a uh, a safe haven for me from when I was a kid. I was bullied really hard and uh you know, I would come home and I would turn on um Wrestling, and it was like, you know, I lived in that world. Um, I have a story. Um, 1991, I believe, uh, Christmas Eve, I got jumped uh, behind my building. That was my Christmas present, mind you. And I uh, mm. came home, and instead of getting, you know, the love I should get or what happened, I got told, what did I do to cause that? What happened to me? You know, it's not a great thing to hear when you get home from your own family. So I put on a, a VHS of Survivor Series, and I'm watching it. I'm like, man, this is something I gotta do. You know, I felt safe. I felt, I felt like nothing could go wrong there. And from that moment on, bullied or not bullied, because growing up in the PJs in Lower East Side, of Manhattan, liking wrestling, all you got told was, oh, you want to wrestle guys in underwear?s You know how that went. And um, I didn't care. And yeah. I was me. I'm unapologetically me. And uh, it was something I wanted to do. So um, you know, back then we didn't have uh, internet. We didn't have any of those things. We had Pro Wrestling Magazine. We had things like that. And schools were very secret, you know? So I uh, was fortunate enough to find the Doghouse Wrestling in Brooklyn uh, that was run by Lathan at that time. Um, Homicide was there as well. Uh, Low Key was coming from there at that time. I trained with those guys. And uh, I got a hard uh, (laughs) knock. I came in, and since I had watched it on TV so much and I was doing it in the park and all this other crap, I got in there and I told the head trainer who was about six foot six. His name was Lathan. I was like, oh, I know what I'm doing. Can I tag in with you guys? And he's like, you want to tag in with us? I'm like, yeah. Can I tag in with you guys? Right. And he's like, sure. Come in. So I come in. You know what I mean? I throw him to the turnbuckle. I try to give him the the 10 shots to the head or whatever. And uh, all I hear from this big man while I'm doing that is, you ready? I'm like, what? He's like, here we go. He put me on his shoulders boom powerbomb from the top rope man <laughs> sit down powerbomb tagged in the other guy got a muffle just, just kept going and going and i stood there for 20 minutes man i got thrown out the ring They didn't know how to go over the ropes you know but i learned i learned that day but uh i went over the ropes and uh he beat me up pretty well him and his boys you know what i mean and um mm-hmm. i got in there and i got an invite and i started training ever since and uh I started skyrocketing from there. And then um, I went to a New York City Wrestling Connection, which is uh, run by Mikey Whip right now. But at the time, it was run by uh, Johnny Curse and Dickie Roberts, who's one of the trainers there. And I started training there. I met Mike Myers when Mike Myers was 17 at that time. He was writing, he was like a journalist, you know, writing about wrestling. He wasn't even doing it yet. So I met him and uh, I started doing shows out there and then um, from there, I saw that TNA was doing gut check at the time. It was, it was brand new. It was 2004. And they were doing gut check. So I said, you know what? Let me try. You know, like, What do I got to lose, right? I go over there, and there was 10 participants there. And out of those 10, I was the only one to survive. I'm the only one by Scott Demore that was like, listen, I need you to come back next week. You won it, vice versa, whatever. And then... They had the tryout next week. Another one, another gut check, was Joe Doring, who's on TNA now. He was a second gut check champion. So me and him were put together and we were told to go to Canada to continue wrestling there in Scott Demore's uh organization, which is Border City Wrestling in Canada. And uh we finished our training there with uh Tyson Ducks, Alex Shelley, Chris Saban, A1, big Canadian uh, muscle head over there. He was called A1. Uh uh, Rhino was coming through there. He had just got let go by WWE at the time. And we uh, got our breaks out there and we wrestled. And, you know, I was doing well and I was doing shows for Scott DeMore out there in BCW. And uh, I had to go home because, like I was said in my previous interviews, uh, my son, who is now 20, is uh, special needs. And uh, he needed me. So I, I went back home. I left Canada mm-hmm. and I went back to Brooklyn. And I started taking care of business there. And I did little shows, little house shows, you know, little little things in uh in New York. And I got a tryout for SCW at the time, Florida Ch- Championship Wrestling in 2008. And uh, I uh, wrestled out there. Uh, EC3 was there. His, he was trying out at that time. Who else was there? Jun- uh, a guy who looked like Jungle Boy, but he wasn't Jungle Boy. He was there. Uh, <laughs> Drew McIntyre was there. He had, a, he had a messed up arm at the time. But he wasn't trying out he was yeah. just there already i didn't know who he was he was a tall skinny kid i was like who, who is that i didn't know who he was at the time uh sheamus was the champion at that time in scw uh i was like okay. who's this big big white boy with big arms you know what i mean was so, <laughs> like uh david otonga was there <laughs> they had just signed him you know to a contract because of the way he looked and because he was on i love new york a lot of people don't know that but he was on that show and, uh, mm, yep. you know, I made really good friends. There were Billy Kidman, Norman Smiley. Uh, who was the other cat? I forgot the other cat's name. But those guys were great. Uh, did a promo cause in front of Ricky Steamboat and Dusty Rhodes at the time. And uh, he loved my promo. My promo, my work in the ring, not so great. They didn't like it that great. But uh, when I spoke and I just got lost in the story, you know, like he would say, make a story up about a dead dog, make something up i mean so i spoke about my son and uh not so much what i want to do in wrestling not so much any of those things i just tapped into that energy and um they offered me you know a contract for 750 a week at the time no guarantee for tv no nothing you know what i mean move all the way to florida and uh i was i was psyched about it and um you know, my son needed me, so I it didn't it wasn't feasible at the time. So I, I chose my son obviously. And I uh still home with him for about eleven years, taking care of him, training for MMA, doing Muay Thai at the time. And I had to put wrestling back here, but I never forgot it. You know what I mean? So that's basically my story there with that with that. And um uh, the story that uh the the wrestling dream has never died, let's just put it that way. It's still there. But that's pretty much the meat and potatoes of that. That's the
0: the cut-up story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's the journey, I, man. Definitely. So let me let me make sure that I'm catching all of it because it's you know it's uh the, there's a little bit of a distortion on my side. So I want to catch. Are you currently doing MMA right now? Is that is that what you're which like the main the main thing you're doing right now? That's what I was doing. No, I stopped doing
2: MMA about a year ago. I stopped competing. Uh, my record okay. was eleven and two. Stop doing that. You know, I'm getting older. Uh, I moved out to uh, San Antonio, Texas. I moved out here with my wife. Uh, so now I'm just out here, you know, training, trying to get back into uh, the wrestling. I'm, I'm in the best shape as anyone sees my Instagram. I'm, I'm getting back. I'm getting back up there. Um, I'm at, at Vic Endurance. Uh, now I'm a health coach. You know what I mean? I'm a actor, things like that. But uh, pro wrestling is number one for me uh I'm out here talking to the Texas organizations you know covid is messing everything up for me cuz I got tw I got Texas wrestling academy like 6 miles from me and I mean I got all these Texas promotions and uh no shows going on at you know too much out here so oh, I'm trying my best I'm trying to get my name out there but uh I'm not kidding myself you know I'm a certain age now and um I'm not I'm not you know Man, i don't think i'm gonna get a contract i don't think i'm gonna go on a, on a run you know i know i'm a insurance liability for them because i'm not gonna be able to do those nights and things like that i just want my one-off into the sunset to show that i am a standard bearer you guys may not know that but i know that and i want to show i just want to shock and go toe-to-toe with one of the best and right now it's not about obviously it's not about being a world champion because that's not feasible What it is, is that Cody Rhodes, or one of the Rhodes, period, are my championship. That is my goal. That is my aspiration. And since he's about the fans, because there's no disrespect towards him, but he's about the fans. And since he's about the fans, I figured he'd be the one that give us what the fans want. You know what I mean? So...
0: All right, Devin, jump jump right into questions because you you definitely had some questions spark up when when uh Vic Endo was getting into you know talking about some you know right. Cody Rhodes and all that. Right. So go ahead man, go with your right. questions.
1: Oh man, so man, I, I definitely got a lot of questions, but I'll just start with this one. You know, basically when you're talking about, you know, you know, this it's been hard in New York there's no shows, and then you're leading up to Cody. Like how are you adjusting, watching quarantine wrestling and what do you think you can bring you know to this new era of wrestling for qu- quarantine wrestling to you know if you if you had the opportunity uh to fight Cody or wrestle Cody
2: well when i get the opportunity to wrestle Cody <laughs> we're going to um what what i'm bringing is something different man this is straight up organic this is straight up a real fan getting in there man this is a straight up unknown getting plucked out of the hat, this is Rocky 2. This is exactly what it is. It's Rocky 1, but the ending is Rocky 2.
0: You
2: know what I mean? Where he's pulling an unknown out there, he's like, let's see what he can do. All I want to do <laughs> is show that I can go toe-to-toe. Win or lose, it doesn't matter to me. My my point is to, to leave a lasting name be like, damn, that guy right there, had those unfortunate things not happened before, he'd be where he's at. And it's the it's, it's straight-up truth. It's a travesty. And, uh, what I bring to this quarantine wrestling is something real. This is reality TV at its best. There's no Mike, there's no Mark Burnett back here, man. It's straight up Vic Ando writing this. And it's real stuff. And it's stuff that needs to be on TV because, like I said, they were looking for a partner, but we all know it's going to be some indie guy that was ready to go. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm, I'm not an indie guy that's burning up the indie scene. Uh, I am not. I am not. Now I am that old school guy that got trained in '97, and I am that guy who's coming up the hard way. I'm that guy who rubbed elbows with AJ and TNA. I'm that guy who was there when Jeff Hardy came through, even Dustin when he came through and he was Black Rain over there. All those guys were there, and I, oh, Monty Brown was another one that I uh, was staying in the hotel with there. And the Super Eight, we were all staying in the Super Eight, man. Lucy loved <laughs> us over there, all of us. Man. You know what I'm saying? So, (laughs) we had um, the little trips from uh, the asylum to the Super 8 in the van, just talking wrestling with those guys. Kevin Asher, Scott Hall came through at that point. You know what I mean? All those people just rubbing with those people, man. DDP came through for a little bit. I was there the night that Macho Man came, surprised that he came in at the end of the pay-per-view. I was there. And it was a big deal to me. I was like, oh, Macho Man is here. You know what I mean? And it was like, I was like, yo, you can't get no bigger than this. So, I was You know, I was going. I was going. I was doing all the right things. And I know there's going to be a lot of fickle indie guys out there. There's going to be a lot of the guys in the locker room. They're going to be like, you didn't pay dues. Yes, I did. I paid my dues and then some. Mm -hmm. I had to sit back, correct. But I paid dues. I put up rings. I mopped floors. You know what I mean? I carried bags. I did everything correct. The only thing that happened to me was that I had to take care of my son. That was number one. Now that that's done with, and I still am a prime and athletic prime and I can do what I do. It's time for me to do what I was supposed to do. I mean now it's my time and I want to show everybody that. I just need the opportunity. I just need the opportunity. I need him to hear me. That's it. No disrespect to none of them there. But they need to hear me. I did pay dues. I did it. And now it's time for me to do what I need to do. And I and it's it's my swan song. You know what I mean? I, I'm not I'm, I can't be 70 Sitting there and being like, I could have did it. Or nice. I should have did it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to do it. That's the problem.
0: Somehow, some way, it's going to happen. I'm not going away. It's going to happen. So, I, I got a question, too, then. So, like, with, with you know, you bring up the names that you rubbed elbow, elbows with. The 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 AJ Styles, the Jeff Hardys, you know. And a person, like, that's trying to come up and trying to also do what you're trying to do. Get into AEW. Say, have a matchup with. Cody or someone at AEW is probably saying to themselves like, "Man, if this guy is is you know saying this and trying to get his voice out there, like for me as a as as a guy who hasn't rubbed elbows with guys like that, like how do I you know get to that to that point you know to to you know potentially put myself in that situation?" So my my question kind of is, what do you say to to some of the the other people who have a dream as well, but maybe haven't had you know that those opportunities that you have like you know, to, to maybe even have those connections. Cause I could see someone hearing this and be like, Oh man, this guy, he's, re- he's, he's been in the same locker rooms with this guy and this guy and train with this guy. Oh, hell yeah. Like, you know, those, those names kind of add, they, they hold weight, you know? And so it kind of brings eyes to you, but for someone who's like a completely yeah. like, you know, maybe has never done that. What advice would you give to somebody else who has a dream to say, Hey, I, I'd like to jump in. Like, where do I start? And what should I do? Like what Vicendo, how do, how do I get in? Well, basically, what you got to do is that you got to want this. You got to live
2: this. You can't play wrestler, man. You got to want it. You got to live it. Uh, I'm constantly promoing in my head. I'm, I'm writing writing things all the time. Uh, I'm putting action matches in my head all the time. Songs make me think different things, all that stuff. And for anyone that's out there that wants to do it, you got to want it. You can't just want to play wrestler because you want to be on TV. You got to want it. You got to go out there. You got to find a school. A reputable school that's there to help you, not hurt you. Learn, learn your bumps. Learn running the ropes. Learn the psychology that comes with practice. Actually, obviously, but as soon as you do those things, you gotta, you gotta live it, man. You gotta want it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be you. You gotta make noise. You gotta stick out from the pack because everybody out there is like, oh, I'm the tough guy. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna hurt this guy. Or they're miserable. Or they're smiling. Or they're doing something. No. No, we're tired of that. We're tired of that. You got to go out there and you got to be like, I'm here to change wrestling, period. And you got to mean it, not change it because you're going to do a, a Lucha style. You're going to fly off the top rope. No, you're here because you're going to talk it and then you're going to perform it in that ring. You're going to tell the story. You're going to tell it. And it's going to come through here. I, you're going to see this fake through here. And if, I don't know if you guys, if I'm not, if I'm not coming off as a superstar to you, or as a champion, or as an aggressive person who wants it, then I failed you right now. Then, then you know, it's bullshit. Log off. I'm no good. You know what I mean? But I I live it. I live it. You know what I mean? it's This is me. I'm a humble, funny guy. I'm all those things. I am. But this is me amped to 100. There's no character. You know what I mean? I just want to do it for the pure art. Same reason why I wanted to fight. Not because I like fighting. I'm not a fighter. I won't pick a fight with nobody. I won't walk away from one, but I won't pick one. You know what I mean? As When I fought, that didn't define me. I fought for the pure competition and because we were creating art. It's a, it's a, it's a dance partner. And my dance partner right now, Yes. and I know, I know, because uh, it's something Dirty Heels said the other time. Shout out to those guys. He told me last week, a lot of people think that Cody's not a great worker. Cody's a good worker. Cody just needs someone to put that fire under his ass and push it out. And they're thinking it's going to be stink. It's not going to be Sting. If you're going to give it a Sting who's 50-something years old, give it a Vic Endo. Mm. Why not? Let me do it. I'll push him to his limits. You know what I mean? <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? But um, <laughs> right. it's all yeah, hearsay, no, but right. You're right. it's Sting? something I want. Yeah. You no, know. yeah. nah, you're totally right. Why Sting? I mean, you know, Sting Sting's 50-something Sting. years old. Man, if you're going to call me old for the sport, yeah. and I'm 42. I just right. turned 42. Why not me?
2: You know what I mean? I can move fast in yeah. this thing
0: right now. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. someone who, yeah. like you said, an unknown, a true unknown, like give someone that push that's, it's, I mean, you're hungry for it. We can hear it in your voice, you know, and you have that mindset. Something you said, you were like, um, it's like you, yeah. if, if I don't come off as a champion, as a guy who loves this and passionate, you know, in, in in speaking to you, then I failed you. And I feel like that mindset right there is is awesome. And it of itself is inspiring to hear you say that. Cause it's like, you have to live it in order to become it. Like you have to be it, you know, and, and, and really like in your mind, You're it's not just like, a, yeah. you don't put it on, you don't become that character. You just are it. So, you know, that mindset right there, it's like, it's awesome. Like, I think that's a very inspirational thing for anybody. Who's, you know, aspiring to be, you know, at that next level to say, Hey, like, it's not, it's not, yeah, they talk about characters, but is it really, or is it just you like, just kind of like out there and really like not, not held back, and really letting it go. So yeah, man, I think like right now I'm, I'm feeling that from you. Like that energy is, is clear as day, you know, like you on the mic right now. I'm I like, yeah, man, Vic Endo, Cody, get this man, I love call, it, man. man. Yes. Like, what's going on? Yes. Put him on the card. Please.
2: Please put me on the card, man. Yes. Three minutes, five minutes, Please put me yes. on the card. No one's going to appreciate it more than me. Like I said, I got a belt and that is a prop, man. Let me tell you something. I don't need a belt to be a champion. I exude it. I believe it. It's just like you don't need to be a millionaire. you don't if you believe you're a millionaire, you're gonna be a millionaire. But if I don't believe yes, I'm a champion, if I don't man. believe I'm worthy, if I don't believe I'm gonna go out there and put on a show, then how are you supposed to believe it? Yeah. I mean, you can lie to everybody, but you can't lie to yourself.
0: <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's true.
2: like I said, I don't man, want to. Man. I'm not bitter. Man. I'm not bitter to the rest of the world. i not. It may sound like rants of a wannabe because that's what I'm gonna hear. I know I'm gonna hear it from some 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 guy who's killing it out there but remember guys whoever's out right. there i was killing it like you it's not like i didn't do it right. i did it right now it's just that why has to be done a certain way who said it got to be done that way anymore mm-hmm. who said it mm-hmm. i'm here i'm making noise mm-hmm. this is as 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 real as it gets i'm making noise i'm making waves i'm making waves. yeah now all i need to do is cody to come with the life raft, right be like here come on the life rap with me (laughs) let's do our thing let's go let's make magic man let's make magic let's make magic
1: yes man and i don't see why simple and i don't see why AEW don't give you a chance man if they're talking about being this revolution be that revolution be that change give somebody who's that truly like you said that unknown unknown you know that that chance who's going to man give you know give somebody yeah. some inspiration somebody who's who's trying to make it too like a said who's trying to make it as well who's, who's walking in your shoes like man you know if he can do it i can do it man uh so that brings me to to my next question about the your wrestling style your in-ring ability like what what like what would be your in-ring style is it more like striking is it more you know slow methodical pace like what, you know uh I don't know about high flank because I know you talk about, you know, striking. So, well, like, how would you describe your, your in-ring style?
2: My in-ring style is strong. It's always been strong. It's very snug. Uh, there's very little daylight in my shots. Uh, I like to receive the shots the same way. Uh, I want people to come out of there saying, wow, those two, you know, took each other's heads off. Uh, I'm a striker. I'm, I'm methodical. I pick body parts. Mm-hmm. You give me an arm, you give me a nostril, I'm taking it it's all gonna make sense uh that's my style i'm a thinking man's wrestler uh but i'm aggressive and if i have to jump on you from outside i jump on you from outside. If i gotta put you through a table i put you through it if not i'm gonna tap you out either way you know tap out or pass out it's, it's all the same to me i'd rather pin you but pin you know you staying down for three count is a choice me making you tap out that's not a choice i took your soul that's mm. the point <laughs> but um my, my style, man. it's very pit bull. It's very pit bull. Very, very in your face. It's just the way it is. Um it's nasty. Uh you're not gonna see uh you might see me smile here and there because I'm living in the moment, but uh it's very nasty, man. You can give it to me, I'm gonna give it back. It's just the way it's gonna be. Fighting in the pocket. That's just the way it is. One of us gotta go this way. I very much that it's gonna be me, but one of us gotta move. But that's like that's it. just my style. Like very it. very hard nose. That's just awesome. the way it is.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> um, you talked about also too. Uh, you know, your are a fan. You're a true like fan too, and that would be part of the 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 draw of of having this matchup with with Cody and and being in AEW. Um, but as a fan, and uh, let's just let's just stick with AEW. Like, who are you a fan of right now in AEW and like what they're doing? Like, who who's who's got your attention right now?
2: Garen Darby, John Moxley, uh, MF- MJF is one of my. That dude is magic on that mic, man. I die. He makes me laugh. He'd be someone I'd love to do a, a face-to-face promo, even though I know he's gonna get under my skin. Uh, it'd be some real stuff. He's hilarious. Um, I like Jack Hager a lot. I think he needs a little more time. You know, more time on TV. Uh, I would definitely love to wrestle Jack Hager. But um, those are my favorites right now, and of course, Pac. The, the bastard, come on, man.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah that's yeah. That's the most intense guy in there. He's a scrapper. That dude is
2: intense. intense. Dude, he's mm. intense. He's so intense. Oh, my God, I love it. He's going to make you <laughs> – you know you're going to fight with Cody Rhodes what?
0: Yeah, so that matchup. So we know you want that matchup with with Cody Rhodes. Like, that would be the the, the guy. But outside of – because we were just talking about, like, your, your favorite. So who else, like, who would be that next – top person that you would be that you'd want to to go one-on-one with in AEW outside of Cody Rhodes. Like who would be that next person?
2: Outside of Cody Rhodes would have to be Eddie Kingston. Outside of uh Eddie Kingston it would have to be Dustin Rhodes. Uh, And if not those guys then definitely Pac. I know that he's Light years ahead, but uh the intensity, it'd just be a fight. It'd be nasty. You know, you I'm thinking about Walter and Dragoff, that type of rest that's the type of match that get, get jumping out of the seat. So oh, you can be that person to bring it out. You know, you gotta bite down on your mouthpiece and be like, Oh, he hit me hard. Like that type of thing.
0: <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Those man. guys for oh, sure. Hard hitting man, stiff, stiff wrestlers, definitely, man. That'd be oh hard. my god. Um so uh, another thing for you too. Yep. We've been talking about uh oh, AEW yeah. Love, but the WWE product. What do you what's your thoughts on the WWE product right now? Well, I'm digging that Roman Reigns Kevin Owens storyline.
2: I I'm, I'm digging that to death. Those guys uh Kevin Owens is murdering it. I kind of like where Roman is going with it. Roman intense as uh, his body and everything is looking on point. Uh but uh I like the fact now that uh, they're trying to make it a little more adult. Uh, I like the fact yes. that uh, Randy is doing his thing. Randy is doing his thing, dude. Like, like it's like... <laughs> but um, I like that they're steering away from the, you know, the old school. And they're going, like, with Matt Riddle and you know, these guys. And they're, they're they're learning, man. They're taking a page from AEW. They're seeing that those guys over there are making stars. And WWE needs to do the same. And they're doing it. You know what I mean? Like, that's just my opinion. But... I think that uh, they're they're stepping up in the right you know the right path man like this whole thing with uh, Biggie and um and Apollo Crews, I love it mm. talking smack yes. had me wanting to see them wrestle right there
0: you know I mean like yes yeah I was like wow yes, it this it is did. gonna Those be combos. something both of them, yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah talking about Paul Heyman is on oh, Apollo Apollo's about smack. to break he's about to break. <laughs> Dude, he is. Uh, he is. Yes. He was, talk- he was <laughs> sitting there with no, the tribal he's, chief. He's you know? sitting with the tribal chief, man. With the tribal and I was chief. like, oh. <laughs> <yes, yes." laughs> <laughs> like, Listen, he was like, okay. Okay. He said, no, no, no sit. Sit. I w- watch this. You can learn something. Yep. You know, we're balling with the contract. <laughs> he said, no, 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 nope. no, man. I never said I wanted this matchup. No, I want a last man standing. And I'm, I'm sure it is handled. He said, you see that? See, I did that. Yeah. Right there. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I okay. All right, Apollo I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so stuff like that, man. Yeah, dude, it's um, you know, WWE product. It's it definitely is getting more more mature. You know, definitely with the with the Roman Reigns storylines, and you know, with some of the other storylines right now. Uh, um, right, so, um, what about on the NXT side, you know, cause for people that listen to the podcast, like they know, like, you know, me and Devin, we talk, you know, highly of NXT, you know, we call it the gold standard. And on some occasions too, we even look at them as being maybe even a little bit better than raw and SmackDown, even though it's developmental. So I do. you I do, do too. Okay. All right. Yeah. So talk about that. Like, what, what do you think about, uh, NXT and then also to the idea that it could have been a third brand. You, you see it as a third brand or do you see it as developmental?
2: I see it as a third brand, man. I don't see it as de- developmental at all, man. That's uh, All their shows are on fire, man. I, I look forward to watching that more than Raw and SmackDown, to be honest with you. Mm, and their, yeah, their takeovers same. are like, I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, third brand for sure, man. If not, they're they soon going to be second. I'm telling you right now.
0: <laughs> but those guys
2: are killing it over there, man. Killing it.
0: Oh, Love man. those guys over there, man. Oh, I got to ask you about this because, you know, Devin, i know Devin. <laughs> uh, you I'm going to go, go, go ahead and bring this up. All right, so uh, Pat McAfee, you know, just just what he's been doing, you know, being in there because we have mixed feelings on – well, I'm mixed. Devin is pretty clear. He hates Pat McAfee, <laughs> so there's no question there. For me, <laughs> I I, I it, it it the beginning, the first matchup we had with Adam Cole – I wasn't feeling the fact that, you know, it, you, you're taking a guy who was the longest reigning NXT champion and you're putting up, putting him up against uh, Pat McAfee, who had two weeks of training. Like I, I, it was, it wasn't believable, but then we get into war games and he's got a faction with him. He's got, you know, Pete Dunne, Oni Lorcan, Danny Burch, he got help. So right. what I, I was okay with that. So what did you think of, what do you think of the Pat McAfee situation <laughs> overall? Like what's your thoughts?
2: Hey, having a name and being from uh from another part of the sports industry is a hell of a drug, man. That 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 does it all for WWE. But um, you know, I was a little upset that they put uh Pete Dunne under Pat McAfee because Pete Dunne should have been the leader of that, or he is right now, and he should stay that way. Well, he is, but yeah. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pete Dunne, you know, he should be already up on. Actually, I think he should stay in NXT to be honest with you, because they're gonna kill him on uh, on the main roster, but um. I think that uh when I saw him come out with Pat McAfee, I was like, Really? Why are they killing Pete Dunne? Like why are they dimming his light under him? Don't get me wrong, Pat McAfee can speak. He's a great antagonizer. Awesome. And I mean I think I think that he's, you know, and I think for a little bit of time he had, he did well. Which begs to differ why AEW wouldn't take a chance on me, but okay, I get it. But <laughs> I'm not Pat McAfee. But um no, I'm me. But um, no, uh,
0: Hamaguchi, I think it, that you know he's because... a because... Yeah, but like he's a kicker, and yeah, he's got the 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 I guess the social media presence, he got the TV show, but the he podcast, didn't have any wrestling yeah. experience. Yep. And then here you are, a guy who's like you're passionate about it, you know, you lived it, you're 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 just just you exude wrestling, and you it, it's like yeah. trying to get your foot in the door to get that opportunity at the AEW. is like. What the what's going on? Like why why not me? But then WWE's taking a chance on Pat McAfee. But like you said, that fame I guess it's a hell of a drug to see. I got this guy from ESPN, and you know, like yeah, the the, the casual fans can see. Yeah, like you said, so it's it's crazy. It's crazy how that works, man. But yeah, that's, that's so. The way it is. What was I going to I was going to ask. It's all name brand. Yeah.
1: Real quick, just, so I, I got a question. Keeping the focus on wrestling, man. Uh, So, like, who are some of the wrestlers that that influenced your style? Like, what was that? Like, what's your wrestling story? Like, What was that one match that, like, okay, I love this sport right here. Like, I love this wrestling.
2: Hmm. British Bulldog at Bret Hart SummerSlam 1992, Webley Stadium for the Intercontinental Championship. That right there. That right there. Turned my world upside down. I was like, dude, this is what I want to do. I want the crowd and I want to tell that story right there.
1: It was that story, man, you know, really in that man, that Brother story, right the white. Oh, yeah, all the, Brett's sister sold out Webby Stadium, you know mean? <laughs> yeah, sister, right, there, right there. All of man. that, all of that
2: made me like, whew, I was like, man, oh, and then not only that, Royal Rumble 92. When Ric Flair went in and won the, the whole thing and he told that speech with a tear in his eye, I was like, oh, my God. Mm. I love this sport. I love mm. it. I love it. I love it. Those things right there like pff, go-getters for me all day, man. But my, my favorite person mm. growing up was Arn Anderson. It was just – it was uh, double A, man. Mm. It was the enforcer. Always was and always will be. That spine <laughs> buster. I've never seen no one snap. Yeah, it like that. yeah.
1: <laughs> He still got it so too, got man. At his he age, still got it to this he day. Still he got still it, got it, it.
2: bro. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one who does it that way. Have you noticed people try to do it and they can't rotate like him? I don't know what it is. I try to watch it myself. I'm like, how is he you doing mean, that? Yeah, He got to give it up, you man. See so many people <laughs> imitate that.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like you've seen, you know, Triple H and Carl Anderson and so many people. They they've got their own version of the spine buster, but. Is not quite that Arn Anderson spine mm-hmm. buster. It's oof. no, it's just and like spoop and it's a never duplicated. It's like ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just the way he
2: does it, man. Like ah, the way he would psych people so off of DDT, go to punch and they would just like ah. Like, oh this guy, man. I love dude. <laughs> <laughs> he was awesome, man. He was awesome. Nice, nice.
0: Love that dude. Man. Love him. Dude. So would you say, no. you know, in terms of the the wrestlers that influenced you like back in the day, was it more so the, the wrestling or the characters that would get you? Because that's another thing that we talk about a lot on the show. Rest, the actual like in-ring wrestling and the story they're telling that way versus like character work and, you know, stuff like that.
2: Well, I always gravitated towards the heels, to be honest with you. But um, for me, it wasn't the characters. For me, it was that story. It was the way they went in there and they they ended it. It was man-on-man. Man. It was whatever had to be done, but it was done. And if it was told right, dude, I loved Roddy Piper for that very reason. Roddy Piper would talk, go in there, mm-hmm. and he'd be in your face, man. Is it Especially when he was younger, with when he was thicker. Oh, man, that guy. But um, the storytelling, that's why I always liked Heels. I always liked Heels because I, I think they're the better storyteller than the baby face. I always thought that, and I still think it to this day. Because they're the ones who <laughs> uh, provoke the emotion out of the fans. this day yeah. They are the one.
1: Yep, they do. Yep.
2: I mean, the babyface yep. got to be the yep.
1: uh-huh.
2: but the the, the bad guys like this is your hero, and then, you know. It's, it's like, whoa, it's gorgeous, man. They the, the baby face is coming out with he and you just cut it off right on top of there. It's awesome, man. And it's I, I love heels, man. I love it. I love it. Heck I love yeah.
0: it. I love them. No, hundred percent, man. Even even in today's wrestling, it's like you can. I hope can I be I, the I, best I, I'm hoping, in the world, I hope I but. Yeah. Hey. So. So an AEW, being a heel versus Cody. Yeah, man. Oh, hell yeah.
1: <laughs> I want that. Yeah. You got that heel per, uh, personality, persona, bro. Yeah, yeah. Thing the, fans, maybe the
2: fans wouldn't think I want, but I know other people will because they're gonna think that I'm being disrespectful. I'm not being disrespectful. I love the wrestling industry. I respect it. I know what you have to do to be there. I've done it. Yeah. I may not be on that platform right now because this is way before YouTube. All these things, I you know what I mean? Like, but um there's nothing but respect when it comes to it. There's no disrespect to Cody, there's none of that. I just figured that he's he's about the fans, is about a revolution, and the rev- the revolution the wrestling industry hasn't done it. This, everything has been done. You know what I mean? Why not do it this way? You know, and I keep you yes, I keep referencing Rocky change. one and Rocky two. It's exactly that. It's exactly that. It's, it's Rocky. It just is. You can call me Boy, or you can call me Mr. T, whatever it is, but I'm, I'm either one. I'm either one. I don't care. I'm going to climb those ropes, and one of us are going to slide down. It's just the way he's going to be, man. And I'm going to be, come on, keep bringing it on, win or lose. I don't care. I don't care. I have this to prove to me, and I want the fans to know I'm doing it for me and the fans so that if I ever do get up in there, you guys are with, there with me, you know, because you're hearing me. You're hearing it. You know that nobody's paying me. I don't have a contract. Nobody's telling me to do these things. I'm doing it because I want to make noise. I want to do something different. You know what I mean? I'm not more special than the guy, the indie guy. I'm not. I'm not. They're, they're hungry. They're ready to go. But it's my time. It's just my time. I'm not going to do it the other way. I'm not going to sit in line anymore. I'm not going to wait. I don't have that, that luxury. I'm not 20. You know what I mean? This is now or never. It's just the way it is. And it's now. It's got to be now. And, it, and there's no per- more perfect opportunity than when I saw the match with Sean Spears partner, I mean I naturally gravitated to Cody, but um you know they would they had the idea so let's go with it, let's go let let it grow let's do something with it,
0: let's go, let's go I'm willing to yeah, do whatever I'm willing one. to that's sign whatever I got to sign they just so, they just kind of let know, it fizzle out it just right there kind of stopped yeah out mm-hmm. of nowhere it just like you know it just went away so that's another great opportunity to just say hey man like you were looking for a tag team partner like here I am so. I love that, too. Um, Another question for you. So, AEW and Impact, they're in this partnership right now. Uh, What do you think of that? I think it's
2: great, man. I'm like, uh, I always wanted to see WCW and WWE do that, you know, before it got bought out. I wanted to see it really happen during the wars. So, what they're doing Mm -hmm. is is intelligent. It's smart. I think it's great. You know what I mean? I like the whole mix. I mean, I wish I was still there because I was there when it was TNA, when it was starting. But I was like, ah, here we go again. But um, I love it, man. I like that whole, oh, you know about me on this island. You know, we're a bunch of superstars over here. I love that. I don't know, that, that reality cross. I, I just love it, man. I'm just a big kid at heart. And I was like, yes, love what they're doing over there. You know what I mean, and that's if they're doing that, AEW is really doing those things. And they're trying to do something different, and they're doing it. Let's keep doing something different. Let's keep going. I mean, yeah. what do you got to lose? At the end of the day, the ratings will be high because they will be, win or lose, whether they know me or not. Yeah. I don't want to see it. So the ratings will be high. You know what I mean? You show yeah. you the bet. I get to show that I you know, I did it for the fans and we'll call it a day. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not looking to be called back. I'm not yeah. looking to keep going. I'm not looking. No, no. This is just something I want. I want it. He's my championship, man. It's just the way it is. He's my belt. That's just it. Yeah, and I man, want it. I just want story. it. You know, I said, I just want to go out there and then those promos will be real. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Like that's what I remember um, seeing that one of the documentaries that had uh, Keith Lee, I think it was investment man was like, you got to make me believe you got to make me believe, you know, when and we came on here on the podcast being like, I wonder, you know, what he means we were kind of questioning, like, where's Keith Lee at? Like, is he gonna, is he, okay, mm-hmm. is he going to get a push? Like, is he not like what's happening? And, you know, but over time, too, it started to become even more clear, like, okay, I think he, he actually does see something in Keith, but Keith hasn't made it Hell real yeah. yet. He hasn't really, you know, yeah. put it all together yet, you know, and so what you're talking yeah. about here, too, is like, it's it's got to be authentic, you know, it's got to be real, it's got to be you. You know, and you've got to make people believe. Like when you say yeah. you're a champion, when you say you want this, you know, you're you're that's that's coming from you and you're making it as real. Like you said, those promos are going to be real. Because that's this is you just talking. <laughs> so I just, I'm like, man, like, yeah, man. Like, you yeah. I'm bought in. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, like, I'm tuning in to see it for I'm sure. I'm bought in right. i want my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, no, if, man.
1: If I had the
2: man in front of me, just imagine if I was, if I was standing in that ring and he had a mic in his hand and I have a mic in the other hand, face-to-face, eye-to-eye, you know the, the desire and the passion is going to come out. Everything that I've wanted to do since I was a kid is going to come out. You're going to see it. It's going to be raw energy. There's not going to be, oh, my God, I'm so happy to be here. It's not going to be none of that. I'm going to tell him straight up, I'm coming for you. I'm coming to show that I can stand here toe-to-toe with you. It's not a disrespect thing. It's a You're my dance partner. You're it. And we're gonna sh- and I'm gonna go and show everybody on TV that this is as real as it gets. This is me. And I just just being right here to him is gonna be I'm telling you right now, I'm just gonna come off and I'm gonna be me, man. It's it's just I feel it right now. I get goosebumps just talking about it. I just I can't wait for that opportunity. I know it's gonna happen. Uh I know with the help of you guys, Dirty Heels, everybody anybody that's listening will keep pushing it. You know my youtube i put i put a pro uh, a youtube uh video out last Monday and I called it dear wrestling and I was talking about how the wrestling business you know i just I just wrote a letter to the, the wrestling business and I put it on I put it on there and it's just me talking man it's not me selling myself saying oh, I'm the toughest guy I'm gonna knock you. no 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 it's me showing I love the wrestling industry and it's thick. and it hurts me and i and I want to know why. Why hasn't, hasn't it found me when I'm over here looking for it? You know what I mean? Like, it's just the way it is. And I'm t- I, it's, it's, promos have to be real. Uh, Dusty Rose said it best to me in 2008. Yeah. He said it. He said a promo doesn't have to be about the undertaker or what you're going to do. A promo has to be real. It has, if you ever lost a, if a, a dog died on you or someone died on you or you lost your job or something like that, speak about that. They don't wanna know who you're gonna be. They wanna know who you are as a person. And who I am as a person is a real, authentic fan that dreamt, breathed, and ate this and felt like he put his time to, He, I paid my dues, I took care of my son. Now that chapter is done and now it's my time to go out there and get in the face and show them where I should have been. I should be ending my career, I'm gonna end it by showing everybody that I was the greatest, of all time that no one got to see, and that sucks, and that hurts me. Here, it just hurts me. You know and I mean, I just—I'm—I'm I'm an artist. I just want to put it out there. You know what I mean, I want to put it out there in this raw, organic uh, pa- fashion. I'm just a young kid that was bullied in the in the in the '80s. You know what I mean? That uh, ran away to wrestling and um, did all these things because I was different. I always marched to the beat of my own drum. I always. You know, I guess I was always a wrestler without, you know, people saw it and thought it was weird. And I didn't care. I didn't care, man. And I still don't care. Like I said, I'm going to have a lot of indie guys hating me. Why you? Why me? (laughs) Because I'm out here and I'm saying it. That's why. I have the balls to come out and say I want it. Only one who got something to lose is me. Either I fall on my face or I thrive. There's only one way to find
0: out, Right. Right, man, bro, you Way. a Spartan,
1: bro. I'm gonna call you a Spartan, man, because you need to be on that movie 300, man. Like all them goons right there, you need to be up there with them, bro. You got that warrior nice heart hitting. right there, man. Yes, man. yes, yes. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. We hear you, bro. Coming in loud and clear. I, w- I was just saying, man, you need to be one of those 300 Spartans, man. Like you got that goon mentality. You know what I'm saying? You got I a warrior's heart. Too. Like, you need to be up there with Leonidas, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I just want you know to... Let I,
0: me leave I on, my shield, me leave like, leave on my shield, man. Let me leave on my
2: shield, Just let me fight. Oh, yeah. That's it. Just let me let me leave on my exactly. shield. That's it.
0: Exactly. Well, man, just the, the passion that you're speaking with right now, you know, the, I just commend you for, like, just keep fighting for, you know, this dream that you have. Um, you know, just keep putting it out there, um, and in everything you're doing—you know, taking care of your son, and just being being the father that you are, man. Just it's just. It, probably more than anything, I commend you for that, and just just being the father, of the man that you are. But then also with this dream, man, like just keep on going. Like it, it's really inspirational to hear you talk about this. And don't worry about the haters, man. Like the haters hate, you know. If someone wants to say, "Hey, why is this guy talking?" Ah, that's just you know they are mad just because they're not able to. They don't have the confidence themselves to be able to put themselves yeah. out there the way that, that you are you know, so just, just keep at it, man. Like, it's just, it's inspiring to listen to you. I'm just sitting there like, man, like I, you make me want to get up and just like, what, what, you know, just, just do stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, just go out and do something. So yeah, man, just, That's awesome. it's, it's great. That's awesome, man. I love it, man. I just want, yeah,
1: you man.
2: know, I'm going to, I know you guys are limited in time, so I'm going to tell, tell, I'm um, going to go right into wrestler mode and I'm going to say it to Cody Rose straight in your face, Cody. I'm going to let you know, like I said, there's three things to know about me. I'm hard to get, I'm easy to lose, and by God, I'm impossible to forget. But I tell you what, you may not know me now, but I guarantee I'm going down fighting, taking you with me, and if not, you will be scarred, so you will never forget me. And for everybody else out there, solve this riddle for me, for all you haters out there. I got one finger and two words for you guys. That's all I got to say about that. Figure that one
0: out. Big <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Endo, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that is awesome, man. Hey, Vicendo, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here with us. This was a pleasure. This was an honor. We got to have you on here again. Get that matchup with Cody Rhodes. Make it happen. We're going to be following your journey. Yes, please. I'll be following you on Instagram. I'll be watching the YouTube yes. videos. I'm already I'll be following you on man. Instagram, I, I def- man.
1: Bro, you, you be getting in in the gym, man. I got to reach out to you, bro. Yes. Get back into that gym I- lifestyle, bro. You know, I ain't Legit, took a lick.
0: Just hit follow on your Instagram. <laughs> <right> now <laughs> it's like boom, follow done. I need to see this journey, man. So keep at it, man. Thank you, please, thank baby. you for being here with us. Pleasure, anytime. And follow me at Vic and guys. Check my YouTube channel
2: out. It's Victor Oquendo on the YouTube channel. Uh, you know, like, subscribe, please, guys. Follow me. Let's get let's get the word out there, man. Hashtag, give me Cody. Give me Cody. Yes,
0: yes. that's I it. Like- Give me Cody. Give this man Cody. Let's make it happen. Hell yeah! All right, man. Well, that's gonna do it for. Well, actually, before we go, Devin. Man, I'm going all through. I go all around the format. (laughs) So we usually end it with Devin letting the people know where they can hear. So Devin, take it away.
1: Uh, No problem. No problem. Real quick, I just want to take this time, man. I want to do a rest in peace to Lord Scorsese, man. He's one of the Top Rope Wrestling Talk members over there, uh, man. We lost a uh, you know a beautiful a beautiful soul, a beautiful mind. He was a lover of music, a lover of wrestling. He's the one that per, he was on the track that rapped on the song for our crossover episode right there. So I will honor him again with his for our intro and outro, man. So I just want to rest in peace, man. Yes, All right, definitely, yeah, yeah, man. All right, so. All right, if you want to catch us on all the platforms, on all the social media outlets, we got Facebook, we got Twitter, we got Instagram, and we do have TikTok as well. Can't forget about TikTok.
0: TikTok, TikTok, TikTok.
1: Yes, yes. And there's only one website you can go. You can go see. Access them all. One stop and shop. That is ClarkStreetWrestling.com. Uh, the website, Clark Street, ST for the abbreviation, .com. Dot- Com, hit that website you have all access to all our episodes all our social links as well and we have over 160 episodes for your listening pleasure
0: all right and that is going to do it for this week's episode mr t vic endo thank you once again much appreciated thank you for devon i'm hafiz we'll catch you guys next time
1: Peace. Alright guys, that's it. Thank you for coming to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.
0: Burberry scars,
1: shrimp and parry on. Living like a comet, moving amongst the stars. Hundred thousand dollars sports cars. Soap massage, menage a trois. Yes, I've been a boss. Burberry scars, shrimp and parry on living like a comet, moving amongst the stars, $100,000 sports cars, silk massage, menage a trois. yes, I've been a boss, sauntering, major D staying flabbergasted.